Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And if you're listening on a Sunday, of course, it is thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue diving deep for the Marine News, as they do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. Three CR broadcasts proudly from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past and present and acknowledge our LGBTI Indigenous Elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique and diverse contributions to diversity on and around our land. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. On the show today, um, well, it's been a busy 24 hours. Um, um, we got to the studio on time but, um, with a desperately needed coffee stop, um, so it's, the show's all going to happen um, as it does. Um, lots to catch up on the last 24 hours. The Globe Awards, um, um, in my best um, commercial media announcer's voice, the GLBTI community's Night of Nights. Got to do it in that voice. Um, and also, um, yesterday, I've um, got to say, a very heartwarming event um, for Trans Family, um, which I'll have a chat about um, some of the things that were said there. But I'm also joined, um, equally importantly, um, in the studio by a fabulous guest, the Mr. Mark J. Wilson. Mark, welcome um, to 3CR. Hi, Sally. Thanks for having me. Oh, look, a pleasure, a pleasure. Um, good to have have you here um, because you have got to talk about, and um, well, first to tell us what it means, bricolage. I've been rehearsing that all week. <laughs> and that's lovely. I, I really enjoyed how you delivered that, Sally, the bricolage. Yes, so I'm um, presenting a show on the 10th, 11th and 12th at RMIT. And the bricolage is really, it's a, it's a style, it's an art movement that's French in its origin. We can identify that in, um, in the movement, say, in, in punk. And um, it's very similar to collage. I guess the, the, main, ah. dif- uh, the main difference between a bricolage and a collage is a collage is very specific in terms of the elements that it uh, uses, whereas the bricolage is a lot more kind of fluid and um, you can draw from a whole varying uh, wide range of different mediums. Well, yes, and um, looking at your information here, um, you've got, I'm just going to count one, two, three, four, five, Five, um, well, five things and two mediums. So then, um, let's do our multiplication. These are ten possibilities at least. That's right. Um, tell us about um, your lived experience of dot 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 dot. My lived experience, I guess, I what would be um, relevant to your listeners is talking. Uh, the the show explores issues of identity and especially identity uh, around um, gender. Um, and when we look at gender roles and masculinity and the, the role of being a gay man and, and, and how a gay man relates um, and fits in within the spectrum of uh, the trans community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess that 
it's interesting that we are having this conversation because we have worked together on mm. one of my creative projects in the past where we definitely got to explore that crossover between masculinity and uh, transgender and the, the morphing in, in the, uh, the intersection between that um, on a really exciting project that we did, which we were just discussing, which was quite a long time ago. It was actually back in 2009 that uh, we filmed a music video to together yes uh called butcher which yep. was well that was i think 2009 and you you were saying just as you came into this jelly you were beginning to fit you know mentioning age and and now i'm worried but um <laughs> um yeah so that was a, a very an interesting um video collaboration wasn't it because um yeah um we had we had a lot of fun doing it and a bit of glam but um you know, um, let's dig, drill into detail about that, both the song and the clip. Yeah, so we, um, I guess that this is really, it's interesting um, that we're talking about that because this is really my first exploration into bricolage, really, when I started to, to, to mix together different media. So I originally made, there was an abandoned warehouse that was down on um, Wellington Street mm-hmm. um, that was had vacated and it had been um, filled with graffiti. So I went in there and made a very indie short video, um, which was, um, you know, very, very kind of grungy looking. And then from that short video, um, I then um, recorded some music, um, which was a kind of very death metal sort of um, punk sort of track number, and then started to layer the different elements together. So what I did was uh, projected um, the short video. Um, in We went down to uh, the studio down at Open Channel, and mm-hmm. um, we, we, um, we got dressed up and um, put on some makeup and um, started to explore and express gender, maybe more uh, so myself um, in terms of, um, you know, uh, and and uh, looking looking at maybe, uh, you know, that cross where still very masculine but the, the masculinity morphing into more femi- feminine aspects and yourself um, playing yourself as you uh, as you were and appeared and then we started to layer <coughs> sorry again you're right um, layer the media together so we started to see a very kind of what was described as quite a David Lynch uh, you know result um, where um, we see that different uh, the different elements of media um, fused together. Indeed, indeed, yes, and gosh, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun back then, and you know, as you say, talks about gender, what you know, sort of in a way is male, female, masculine, feminine, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm going to say, I think, you know, I think it was pretty good, just a bit ahead of its time in 2009, and we have, I have tracked it down, uh, markejwilson.com showreels um, mm-hmm. is your website. Um, which is really good. So have a look at that, um, the Butcher music video. Yeah. So it's uh, if you're looking for that website, it's Mark with an E. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So um, you can uh, mark it properly, pun intended. But um, as well as that, you know, let's look at some of the other things in here. Um, lived experience of marriage and media. Well, yeah. So I mean, because I'm I'm producing this work um, as part of my master's degree at RMIT, and and looking at exploring contemporary issues. So I guess, as you say, that stuff around gender is really, um, you know, I guess something that I've been interested in for a while. But I guess that there, ha- I I need to acknowledge 
in terms of the cultural context about what's happening at the moment from a gay, the gay community and specifically being a gay man um, and what that means. What does marriage mean? You know, there's mm. so many different elements and sides and the debate and without, you know, having a show that's about marriage equality, I it is something that I'm exploring and want to address in that because, you know, this place between marriage and and gender, when we see that politically, when we see, you know, people um, in politics who are using the argument of marriage equality to, you know, it's it's uh, going into different areas, into families, into people's genders, into into areas where the, the the argument itself has been very blurred. And I think that as a as a artist, part of what art is about is making a commentary and a very clear commentary that specifically addresses those cultural issues and being able to say, well, say, for example, like, um, you know, George Christensen, um, these times, sorry, I know Sally's just yes. pulled a face. <laughs> Trigger warning. No, <laughs> yes. sorry. No, fair but, enough. Uh, um, but but uh, we've got to talk about art in this way on this station. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we've got, we need to talk about, well, how does how can art make a commentary mm. that's basically giving um, us as uh, members of our community our voice back? Yeah. And and part of that is we do ne- as an artist. I I need to make a statement or make some kind of that's not overt, but make some kind of statement around the issue of equality and marriage because I think it's it is a valid argument that we. Not every person who is gay feels the same way about the marriage equality argument, mm. that there, it is multifaceted. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess my statement or what I'm trying to say is that I think that those people who are sitting on the fringe that are making those comments, that they need to back off really in terms of what they – you know, the line between marriage and gender and family, they just need to back off. That's my statement. Really. Yeah, the the George Christensen types, yeah. Yeah, the right, I mean, the right wing. The right it? wing, yep. yes. The, 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 what was it? It used to be North, North Korea, Iran and Iraq with the axis of evil. Well, um, <laughs> the right wing of the Liberal Party, the ACL and the Murdoch media. <laughs> um, well, that was very nicely put. I really enjoyed yeah. that, Sally. That was mm. excellent. Yeah, so um, making a statement, and then you've got two ways of doing it here, um, as you say, projections and songs. So you've got a bit of both. Yeah, that's right. So the piece that I'm putting together is it's it's again it's that um, it's the the fusion of different media. So um, so the normally when we see a traditional performance, you know, we go in, we take our seat and, um, you know, we sit as a viewer. Um, but this, this work I'm putting together is more about the audience being, uh, part of the piece. So like similar in a way that we might go to see a gallery, you know, we might experience art in a gallery. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the viewer comes and they participate in as much as that they may be projected on or they may be part of the actual performance themselves. So it becomes a kind of multi-dimension. It takes takes the work into another area where they become. It adds a you know another 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 layer and another dimension. Yep, indeed. Um, so yeah, ooh, you've got, um, yes, um, you can't get away with being a face for radio at this performance, maybe. 
no. you're being projected on. That's right. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. And I am going to sing. I am going to sing. So I, as part of that, um, so it's about um, bringing together all of my work. So as as we talked about, I. Have recorded quite a bit of music in the past, so it's about um, you know dusting those songs out out of the box and bringing them back to life and singing and um, you know bringing all my media together and and performing. Yeah, you've um, now you were saying off air we performed together back at um, Pride, um, the end of Pride celebrations in two thousand and ten. Um, so you've, have you had a gap since then or you've been... Busy? I have. So I've been at school. So I've just finished my undergraduate degree in, um, uh, in November and I've been, uh, just finished my first year masters at RMIT this year. And, um, yeah, so tracking towards masters. So, uh, as I've been doing that, I've been very focused on my studies and now starting to bring my, uh, performance work into my studies and get them aligned. Yeah, and can I ask what um, undergrad and masters? It yeah, is? so my undergraduate degree is uh, has, is in internet communications. So it's about um, the exploration of uh, you know really online identity. So looking at the curation that we undertake um, between our offline self and our online self. And then at the moment, um, my uh, master's degree is in communication. Yeah, at RMIT. All right. Ooh. Um, so, um, yeah, internet and communication, which, yeah, which, of course, this does, projection and song. It does it and inter- it sort of communicates in various ways. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. So it looks at, yeah, you know, I guess turning on its head communication and what we consider, uh, you know, um, standard forms of communication. And, perform. I mean, really live performance is the ultimate way of communicating ideas and especially making commentary around um, political context, those types of yeah. things. Oh, look, yeah. unequivocally, unequivocally. So um, the question then ariseth, um, when is the bricolage show? When, where, who, what, how, as they say? So it's on the 10th, 11th and 12th of uh, November. Uh, at 8 p.m. at Story Hall, which is uh, across from the State Library. Uh, it's on the corner of Lonsdale and Swanston Street mm-hmm. on Level 7. Um, people can get tickets on the door if they want to, or if they're um, a bit more keen, they can um, jump online uh, to the bricolageshow.com.au. Or there's also tickets that are available through Big Bricolage Show at Eventbrite. Yep, so lots of ways to get ticket uh, tickets. Um, yep, Thursday 10, Friday 11, Saturday 12, 8 o'clock. Um, be there just before so we, we'll conquer drag time and start on time. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I know there's some queer traditions we need to hang on to, but I think, I don't know, I think drag time's one that should probably have just about gone by now. Um, so, yes, you're going to have to have your, have to have, have to have your fingernails on early, darling. <laughs> Can't have them breaking half an hour. Oh, no, it's a crisis backstage. Um, it's, it's all in the preparation, really, it's isn't it? It's all in the preparation, yeah. You know, I mean, even if I have to do my own makeup, I'm going to have to get organised, you know. Yes, makeup. Yeah, no, look, this, this, is, this is really good. This is what we need. This is queer creativity at its best um, and, you know, covering so many areas. And eight o'clock, roughly, how long does each um, show go for if people have uh, to get it, the babysitters in Yeah, it's about uh, 45 to 50 minutes long in duration. So, All right, so not, not too long. Um, duck into the city. Um, RMIT, the Green Brain Story Hall. Um, um, ooh, I didn't, 
Green Brain. Is that in your It's life? excellent. So if you're, if you're standing sort of on the um, uh, State Library lawns, yeah. you, if you look up, you see this very kind of, um, am I allowed to say snot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, there's worse looks, things you could be saying like, on this so station. So it looks like a... And, I mean, you said Christensen earlier. <laughs> yeah, so... so I, yeah, okay. Um, so there's a... You know, if you're standing there at the corner, sort of a, across from Melbourne Central, you see this uh, gigantic... You know, it's, it looks like a big giant green snot that's on top of the RMIT building. Oh. Well, that's the venue. Um, so it's it's called a green brain. So it's, it's it's part of the architecture. It's part of the design. So it's, you know, it's about being inside, you know, um, a brain that's green. Oh, okay. You know, okay. of course, it makes logical, and perfect sort of, logical sense. How many levels up then is it? Um, seven. Level seven. Yeah. All right. All right. Level seven, the green brain, Story Hall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Building 16, um, Corner of Swanson and Lonsdale. Um, Thursday, 10, Friday, 11, 12, November. Yeah, there'll be people out the front um, to help you on your way. So there'll be um, staff out the front. So missionary no, people. Yeah, that's right. And I'll put up signs that make it very easy for people. So yeah. you just need to make your way to that very easy city location. And um, yeah, absolutely. Come along. Love to see your mob along there and um, be fantastic. We definitely welcome you with a warm embrace. All right. Well, I will um, hit the social media buttons this afternoon and over the next few weeks. Um, and we've got some of the music that you have created. Mm. Um, tell us about um, they know. Is it they know all about you? Yeah. So it's just a. Uh, I've got you know quite a bit of um, different um, styles of music that I've explored. But it's Sunday, Sally. You know, and I thought that Sunday would be really nice to just uh, have a bit of acoustic, uh, a bit of a live bit of a live acoustic number that I recorded a few years back um, on a radio show. And, um, yeah, I thought that m- might be nicer. It's actually a song that I wrote uh, uh, dedicated to the newsreader Helen Kapalos from Channel 10. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's a reflection on media. Yeah. Ah, yes. You got mm. it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, commercial media. Mm. Mm. All right, but we'll have a um it um yes, it makes a reflection. So, um let's have a listen to they know all about you and um thanks for coming in on a Sunday, Mark, and um keeping us laid back. And yeah, look forward to seeing you there in November. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, Sally. What do you think of when you hear the word drugs? Medicine. Medicine. Uh, recreational. There's lots of things, isn't there? <laughs> Covers all sorts of stuff, doesn't it? It's a bad thing, but I don't know, people get good feelings off of it. Fun. Entheogenesis. Stupid. Fun. Youth. Yeah, fun. Uh, bad. <laughs> Dirty syringes. Shake my head. <laughs> Cocaine. Hater. Scourge. I'm agreeing with him. Trouble or maybe addiction, something like that. Something I don't relate to at all, I don't understand. Party time. Well, generally, sort of loser. If you think of that, recreational drug. I don't know, drugs, bad. Medicine, help people, helping people with their conditions, whatever that may be. What is the drug user? Who is this person, a drug user? In Psychedelia, we're here to rethink the psychoactive paradigm. Sunday afternoons on 3CR, 2 till 3pm. Declaration of Human Rights. Hello, this is DJ Labcat, and you're 
No, um, love is not for sale. Um, it has to be earned and trust built and things like that. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks to Mark for dropping in to talk about bricolage. I'll be saying that for the next few weeks, won't I? In my best accent. And the music today, we opened the show with Miss Chatelaine in my best effort to be French because I couldn't find Plastic Bertrand's Saplan pour moi anywhere, um, Saplan pour moi anywhere when I needed it. Um, so we had Katie Lang, Miss Chatelaine, and then we heard um, from uh, Mark um, in a, a 3CR um, special. So, yeah, that looks like lots of fun. I think I need to get back to, get back to more performing. Hmm. Um, so yes, lots of ways to get in touch with the show, should mention that. Um, you can get in touch with um, me via the traditional um, funny old method called sending an email. I know that's so 2005, isn't it? But we cater for all um, forms of technology. We're technology diverse on this show. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. You can text 61 you can um, look for me on Facebook, um, on my page, and on 3CR855AM out of the pan. And you can tweet at Sound Gold Said So. And that's the bottom line. Well, the bottom line was um, it was truly always needs coffee to do this show and desperately needed it um, this morning after a very, very busy 24 hours or so because, my goodness me, Friday night. Um, the Globe Awards, which is, um, um, you know, is become, um, back on third year now. Um, there's been a history of LGBTI um, awards um, in Victoria over the years, um, Rainbow Awards um, and similar names um, run by various organisations over times. Um, and, uh, well, for the last three years, Globe, the um, community um, organisation in Melbourne that has um, is a business networking organisation, um, you know, sort of um, has taken it over, and I've got to say, doing a pretty good job declaring any possible bias, I suppose, as um, a um, winner, winner last year. But um, it's a pretty good night, and I've got to say, it's a good night to um, be bi slash pansexual because you can consensually and respectfully admire people of all genders um wow people looking pretty schmick and a great range of awards um so let's um run through um the various nominees a healthy community um and the four nominees were queer space at drummond street services declaring an interest in drummond street services as an um, tgv's offices there the glbtiq sports festival team melbourne the royal children's hospital gender service um, well done to Campbell and Michelle and the team there, and the Equinox Gender Diverse Health Centre, and Equinox was the winner. The winner was, um, so that got the um, the trans component off to a, a nice start for the night. Um, connecting the LGBTI community, um, and um, got to mention the judges here: Anna Brown, David Hannam, and Farah Thomason, the first award, the healthy community, connecting the LGBTI community. Some um, wow, look at the diversity here. The RMIT Pride Mentoring Program, the Victorian Public Sector Pride Network, um, VAC for the Lesbian, Bi and Queer Women's Health Conference, and SWAG, um, Albury Wodonga. And the crew from Albury Wodonga packed up their swag, came down the freeway and picked up an award. Well done. Great. It's just awesome to see the um, spreading of 
queer positive stuff into regional and rural Victoria. Last three to four years, maybe. Um, but it is really important to see. And it's also great to see, and I've got to get someone in to have a chat, the um, Gateway Health up in Albury, Wodonga, is opening a trans clinic up there, which, as far as I'm aware, might be the first trans-specific service regional, regional slash rural in Australia. So great to see stuff happening on the border. It's a long way to travel down to Melbourne from um, anywhere, or particularly um, Victoria is one of the smaller geographically-sized states. So heaven forbid if you're in Broken Hill in New South Wales and have to go to Sydney or Cairns down to Brisbane or something in Queensland and so on. So great to see stuff spreading around and they can then hop over the border being Aubrey Wodonga right on the border and help people in Wagga and all that sort of stuff. So great to see all these things happening. Um, Well, the um, trans winds continue. The ANZ Excellence in Business, judged by David Hannum, Emma Page Campbell, um, Lady Mayoress, and Gus Johnson. Nominees were the Laird um, Hotel, Woof, RMIT Pride Mentoring, LGBTI Jobs in the JH Hotel, and LGBTI Jobs was the winner. And the fabulous Michelle Shepard, a wonderful trans woman accepting the award, looking pretty glam too. So um, that's sort of two trans awards, um, two trans winners, I should say, which is very exciting. Protecting Our Community, um, sponsored by Lander and Rogers, um, Anna Brown, Emma Page Campbell and Farah Thomas and the judges, the Victorian Public Sector Pride Network, um, the Victorian Local Governance Association played their, the Trans and Gender Diverse panel a couple of weeks ago, um, Joy 94.9 Community Radio and Blue Cross, Proud to Be Me, Blue Cross and Aged Care Service and they were the winner. Um, so um, great friendly service and doing probably up there as one of the two leading um, age private sector aged care services, um, along with LifeView in Victoria at the moment. So great to see our seniors getting awards and um, dignity for what they've done. Media excellence. Um, James Findlay from both MCV and Joy took that one out ahead of Mark Kearney, um, the um, Dina Curie, who of course seems to be everywhere in media, and Alice Clark, who had some fabulous red hair for the night, um, the artist of the year, um, Corey McKinnon, took that out from the Sparrowmen, Gavin Roach and Lisa White. Lisa White is someone who used to run um, Salon Kitty many years ago, where the Drag Kings originated in Melbourne. The band venue was held on the corner, not far from here, corner of Smith Street and Gertrude slash Langridge Streets um, in Collingwood, and therefore has a very um, big um, part in um, queer history. Of course, um, comedy people would know it as um, The Last Laugh uh, many years ago. So Lisa missed out on that, but well done to Corey McKinnon. Straight ally of the year, and here's a quality field. Um, Anna Brown, Emma Page Campbell, Peter Hitchener, conflict of interest judge, David Hannum, so some good ethics there. Um, Well, the four finalists, Rebecca Robertson from Transend, Daniel Andrews, Premier of Victoria, Angie Green, stand-up events, but um, Matt Finnis from St Kilda Football Club, took it out and apologised um, to the Premier because he beat him. Um, but, um, yeah, what a um, star-studded field of supportive allies. They're so important that um, we have that support across the broader society. Volunteer of the Year. Um, well, here's another great field of dedicated volunteers, which, again, just shows how much is going on in our community. Anna Brown, Emma Kate, Paige Campbell, Farrah Thomas and the Judges. Eamon Barbarasco, who does lots of stuff for lots of groups, I think including Globe amongst others. 
Colin Kreis, a veteran of the community with VAC, Jed Gilbert of Joy 94.9, who's done a great job just, I think, steadying the ship a bit there after um, it was in well, some slightly turbulent waters for a few years. But the winner was, well, someone who's been on this program, the fabulous Rebecca, a.k.a. Becky Bauer from Melbourne Inclusive Church. Um, could say that's a bit of an underdog win, but much deserved, a very important thing that we have um, safe spaces for faith, spirituality, slash religion. Um, Melbourne Inclusive Church is one of them in Christianity. Um, groups for Judaism include Keshet and, of course, Mahaba, the fab group won by the fabulous Noor um, for Islamic and LGBTI people. Um, for the Sporty Spices, the John Marriott Sports Person of the Year, um, Andrew Disco Sybaris from Melbourne Surge didn't get there and didn't surge in. Todd Patrick um, from the Glamourhead Sharks didn't quite have the bite. Um, but Cassio Moon is um, Goncalve um, from the Melbourne Spikers. Um, you know, put the winning winner through the net. So well done. And the, I think I've got to say, with the most emotion for me personally, was um, the last two, the People's Choice Award. Look, could it really have been in doubt? Um, Ros Ward won it, and the huge ovation when Ros got up um, was announced was just massive. But um, yours truly, thankfully, I now have um, tinted eyelashes and not mascara, otherwise it could have been huge raccoon eye moment. Ros's speech about how she said, look, you know, people ask me, isn't it tough going? She goes, she thought about the young trans and gender diverse people who are having to stand up at school and they're having it tough, and that got me. I don't think I can remember much of the rest, but she talked about... The parents who ring up, you know, say it's two mums, and they go, "Who's the dad?" or "Who two dads? Who's the other? Who's the mum?" Talked about um, all of those people, and that just got me. Thank you to um, the person on my table who gave my shoulders a rub. Um, that just blew me away. Um, so, and a great um, moment where Roz Roz said, um, "Do you mind if I'm self-indulgent?" She said, "I want the rest of the Safe Schools team to come up." That's not self-indulgent, Roz. It is just as much about them. They've copped a lot of flack. So I hope that, um, you know, amazing speech, you know, after all Roz has been through all year and at the team there, that, um, that you know, she just had the humility and um, strength to acknowledge the people she worked for. That just blew me away. I'm getting soggy-eyed again and I don't care. Um, and then the last one, well, three worthy nominees, Brett Bowen, who works for City of Wyndham, Micah Scott from Minus 18, Victorian LGBTI Person of the Year, Interesting, to, great to see all three young people, but the winner, which, well, I'm going to talk about a bit in the next segment, Georgie Stone. Um, gosh, I just, I cannot speak highly enough of Georgie. I'm going to talk a lot about this in the next segment um, because it links in with Trans Family event yesterday. Um, she is just such a beacon of hope for the future is I think all I can say for now, but um, yours truly did a car advertisement like leap out of my seat. Um, she's just an eloquent, articulate, um, passionate, um, emotionally intelligent spokesperson, and um, it's just such a great um, sense of pride to see um, a young trans person win Victorian LGBTI Person of the Year. So a great night, very glam. Just got to say, look, I think it's becoming a very key event on the Melbourne, and I will just say Melbourne, acknowledging lots of things in regional and rural Victoria calendar, um, possibly beginning to get up, they'll get up there with Carnival and Pride March as an important event, but obviously not everyone can go. It's pricey. I was lucky enough to get a sponsored ticket, as, a, as I mentioned, a winner last year, 
So thank you to um, David from Globe for arranging that. But, um, you know, look, um, if we can find ways so that people who can't otherwise afford to go can go, and I know a few people that was arranged by some people, and do more scholarship-type arrangements, um, and also particularly for individuals from regional, rural and remote Victoria, um, and probably, I might say, even more so for trans and gender-diverse, um, I think we could have something. But um, you know, I think it really is becoming such an important event, um, a great buzz in the room, a great vibe, um, lots going on. I didn't stay for a boogie. As I said, I had to be up the next morning to um, be at the trans family event. But um, just a fantastic night, so um, get your um, glad drag out, as someone called it. Have a big frock up and go next year. But um, I'll put my little pea brain somewhere as to how we can do some fundraising to get people who can't otherwise afford tickets to come along, because I think they need to be there. It gives a great sense of what's going on um, when we connect. So um, let's do that for next year. Well, um, there was a couple of glasses of something, so I couldn't resist playing CC Martini, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't quite that strong. It wasn't shaken, not stirred, but there was some champagne, so I get to, um, I had to have some champagne taste. Three CR eight five five AM digital. Three CR dot org dot au. Out of the pan with Sally. Three CR eight five five AM digital. Three CR dot org dot au. Um, Sally playing rap. See, we do play diverse pansexual music on this station, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or genre. And um, C.C. Martini from 2007. Oh, sorry, I just had a a bump. My apologies. Um, and no, there wasn't any swear words. We didn't have to bleep anything out, I promise. Um, so, yes, um, yesterday, a fabulous um, event. Um, declare, well, I should declare biases. Um, the co-facilitator of Trans Family. Um, Trans Family is a space in Melbourne for family, partners, friends, allies of trans and gender diverse people of all ages. Um, Originally started, the aim was to give a space for um, family, etc., of people, let's say, over 25. But uh, as time's gone on, it's really just been, we're not checking age passports at the door or anything like that. Um, So, um, yeah... Um, and started by, um, well, two people really deserve the credit. That's the fabulous Alex Mills from the Opening Doors program in the inner eastern suburbs. Um, and, um, you know, he brought myself and Lynette McDonald together in 2013 to do the Opening Doors program, Social Inclusion and Strengths-Based Learning. And I was feeling like the first queer in the village the first day I was there and at lunchtime this lovely lady comes up to me and says, I'm Lynette, I'm the mum of a trans woman, and this was her aim. And, well, pretty much the rest is history. Trans families run for three years. Lynette had to stand down a few months ago due to a range of ongoing family pressures um, and couldn't put it in. But the fabulous um, Carolyn um, stepped up, and along with Chris yesterday, did most of the organising for um, the event. Um, As I always say, my idea of event organising is phoning in a list of pizzas for delivery. But um got to say, um, what an amazing day. Um, you're, um, and got a wonderful um, SMS, um, just as well I remember, to multitask. And with the phone on silent, I won't say who it's from, but it's been passed on to me by Carolyn. I wanted to say I didn't realise that, well, yesterday's workshop was not really intended for kids and brought my son, so apologies. 
However, it has had a huge impact on us and we're forever grateful. My son hasn't come out at school and for many reasons we haven't sought support yet, but boy, we will now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for an amazing day. So well organised, such incredible people and brave and beautiful stories. Well done and many thanks from an attendee. Um, well, there you go. Um, so, um, wow. We didn't realise, you know, we set out, our aim yesterday um, was to have some trans people on a panel, have some families and sort of, you know, hopefully put two and two together and come up with six. And we certainly got some powerful moments, said the former accountant, who's um, adding things up in a bad way. But, um, you know, um, and there's been lots of other messages come in as well. Um, you know, sort of um, it. Um, someone else has said it was challenging um, um, and but very informative and interesting and have a pe- uh, people have a better understanding, um, which is um, um, fantastic. Another person has said it was a beautiful and safe space. Um, and um, um, also um, it was informative. Um, and yes, we squished a couple of people in at the last minute. It was quite amazing. Um, so, um, and I've also just had a text in the Globe from Linda. The Globe Awards found, sounded fabulous. Thanks for the shout out, Re Alice. Um, Alice's nomination and vibrant hair. Hashtag hard to miss in crowd. Well, that's true. Um, it certainly um, is very easily stood out, standing out. But um, yeah, coming back to trans family, um, we didn't sort of know what to expect. People told their stories, and look, some very moving stuff. Um, Andrew Eklund told some very powerful stuff, and I will give you know about what older trans people went through and um you know i'll I'll give a trigger warning and just build your defenses for a few seconds um andrew is someone who's 51 like i am we're only nine days apart why are so many trans people liberan um because we're balanced in our gender and many other things but um very very seriously andrew told um because of um, who's a trans man recorded female at birth needing to be male at times when he tried to express his true gender, um, big trigger warning now, stand by, he was chained to a fence by a parent um, with the dog, Jesus Christ, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so who would choose to be transgender? Um, of course, no one. So, um, yeah, difficult stuff, but Andrew still had the empathy to say, well, you know, um, his, one of his siblings is not supportive and still had the empathy to say, well, maybe that sibling went through some stuff that, about um, gender in a way that has um, left that sibling feeling a bit, um, you know, could, um, sort of having issues. Now, you can get into a long argument. Do you take your stuff out on someone else or not? Well, it's better if you don't, but if someone has the empathy to understand, I'm indebted to 3CR listener Ruth, who 18 months ago put me onto the saying, um, it's better to come from a place of understanding and not judgment. And even though Andrew said, yes, trans people have a huge journey, um, he can understand that families have too. That's a tremendous amount of empathy and was incredibly moving. Um, Michelle spoke and talked about, um, you know, the need to be, um, you know, for love and acceptance, um, which we all want. And some great stories from all the fam- um, family members, Rebecca Reynolds um, and who spoke and, um, 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 sorry, I'm getting emotional again, um, Joe, who spoke about her journey and Lynette and the issues that they've all faced and just how there wasn't any support. And um, Lynette, who 
mentioned that, you know, when she came out, when her child came out in the late 90s, the only family support group was in Sydney. Well, that's not really a lot of use, and particularly then there wasn't Skype and all the rest. Um, Well, and it struck me that, you know, family members of trans, and I presume it's the same for lesbian, gay and bi and intersex and probably others, poly, um, you know, don't have support either. So they feel isolated, and we all know isolation is just such a shocker for our communities. Um, So... You know, lots of great stuff. I've still got to do, need to have a big cop, a big coffee and a think through. Um, but Georgie Stone just rocked it again. And I'm going to talk, um, link the two, um, Georgie at the Globe Awards and Georgie yesterday um, to close the show um, in a second. Um, just after we have a couple more messages. I'm cutting down the music today because um, we're sort of running out of time. But um, yeah, um, just an incredible um, a sense of connection. I think we got lots of um, information out of it. Um, as I say, I've got to do some wonk analysis and put it all together. But so many great stories, people coming together. Um, I think we all learnt a lot. Um, for a couple of people, it was only their first or second time speaking on a panel and the fact that it gave a safe space for people to tell their stories. Um, Lynette um, introduced me a few years ago to the saying, speak even if your voice trembles, I think is the short version of it. And I can never remember um, who, um, um, you know, sort of who said that. And I think there were a few people like that. Maggie Kuhn, K-U-H-N, speak your mind even if your voice shakes, which I think is really important at the moment for LGBTI plus and allied people. So um, I think a couple of people did that and their voice is going to shake a little less. Um, thanks to Henry Von Dusa from the Bouvery Centre, who was our psychological first aid person for the day. Um, as well. So a fantastic day and there's not enough time to talk about it all, but I will have more um, analysis once I can um, just have some time to reflect on it in the next few weeks. Anyway, I'll just have a couple of quick messages and then we'll come back and I'll come back um, and close the show and talk about the fabulous Georgie Stone. 3CR 855am digital 3cr.org.au out of the pan with Sally. 3CR is a community radio licence holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community radio codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash who we are. Your love is lifting me Renew to 3CR in this our 40th year of radical radio. 
Call 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au and we'll be at your side forevermore. 3CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Donuts online. Mmm, donuts. No, donate online. We do need your support. Radiothon fell a bit short this year, so whether you donate, become a member slash subscriber, um, just any amount will do. Um, so, yeah, just very quickly, of things that are coming up this week. It's a big week. Um, um, this afternoon, if you're listening live, FTM Shed for trans men in Carlton, um, transshedboys.com. Um, always on the fourth Sunday of the month at 3pm. Um, for Tuesday, the Buy Discussion Group at the Great Northern Hotel. Um, got to say, I had a great birthday there last week. Um, just very nice and peaceful for the introverts like myself. Bent TV, as always, on Friday. And next Sunday is the Poly Social. Um, although there are a, there is a poly um, weekend away happening because next weekend, usually of course being in the Great Australian tradition, four days of Cup Day, and also a big event this Tuesday, which I'm hoping to get to, depending on commitments, um, which may sound like odd. The dark side of the rainbow. We've got to talk about intimate partner and family violence within our communities, difficult as that may be, and um the first the event had to have a ven- a bigger venue because there's so much interest in this topic which did, really seems to be breaking out um in terms of just being discussed not that there's more of it happening necessarily within our communities this year well let's wrap up on a hugely positive note and then we'll finish it up with some music what can you say about georgie stone um winner of the lgbti victorian of the year um you know when um the um, special aired on Australian Story back in mid-August. Um, the best comment I saw the next morning on social media was at 16. She's um, intelligent, poised, articulate. She could be a leader in anything. And that's pretty true. Um, she gave a fantastic um, speech on Friday night, also spoke at Trans Family. And when the after that comment on social media a couple of months ago, I thought, whoa, isn't this what we're sort of been striving for? A trans person who, with support of family, can overcome some of the negativity and you know have a, a pretty, you know as much as possible. All other things being equal, an equal start compared to a cis person. Well, Georgie is it? She is a glimpse of transtopia, and I forgot to mention um, the fabulous Matt Dixon invented the word for all the trans awards—a trans slide. Um, but this, you know, Georgie is just a degree of transtopia, and I've got to say for. An old chook like me, or a middle-aged pan, or something like that, um, to see the sort of happenings um, that um, you know, sort of um, you know, um, are happening with someone like Georgie, who is able to get an equal start in life, isn't that what we've been striving for? We just want a fair go, well, and an, an equality, an egalitarian, and equity. Georgie is living proof of that. Yes, the first swallow may not make a whole summer, but it's better than a damn winter, isn't it? And she's just so intelligent, articulate and poised. And I, you know, I tossed up whether to mention this, but um, it's, you know, yours truly won the LGBTI Victorian of the Year last year. And to have a young trans person winning it this year, and I've got to say, um, to see Georgie the next day, um, it and just, you know, think about that was just remarkable. So it is a, um, Georgie is a huge beacon of hope for our communities at this time to Beck and family. Um, you're just... You know, awesome for your support. It hasn't been easy. 
um, because, um, you know, at times, um, you know, it's challenging for other family members. You know, you've got to remember they have stuff, um, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of happening as well. You've got to remember to love all your family. That's something that came out of Trans Family yesterday. But this gives us a picture. This gives us a vision. And let's just keep working towards it. All right, I'd better get out of here and make way for the crew from Freedom of Species. I could go on all day. I'll take it out with, um, well, a camp classic, I think, that could only um, you know, be too appropriate. Um, just a little bit of it in the time left. Um, Sister Sledge, um, no, nothing to do with Australian cricketers. We are family. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.